thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for downloading Sporgy for free on iTunes or from ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate Sporgy five stars on iTunes and help to tell others about Sporgy by leaving a comment. Thank you for following Sporgy on Twitter at Sporgy Podcast and on Instagram at Sporgy underscore podcast. Please follow Sporgy on Facebook to like and share Sporgy. You can also email the show. The address is Sporgy at ChristopherMedia.net. If you would like to donate to Sporgy, you can click on the PayPal button at ChristopherMedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click and bookmark the Amazon link at ChristopherMedia.net. It will not cost you any extra money, and you will help to support Sporgy. If you are looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media uses HostGator to host all of the shows produced by the Christopher Media Network. When you click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net and sign up for HostGator, you're helping to support Sporgy. We know that choosing the perfect gift for a man is a difficult task, but not anymore. TheBroBasket.com is here to help. We all know men are hard to shop for, but what do guys actually like? Their favorite alcohol, that's what. It could be craft beer, wine, whiskey, scotch, or tequila. TheBroBasket.com will put it in a gift basket full of their favorite gear and goodies. You can customize your own bro basket or choose from a variety of different bro baskets, like the Ultimate Import Sampler, the Jack and Coke gift set, or the Junior Executive gift basket. Boozeless, but still cool, bro baskets are also available. TheBroBasket.com gives you many shipping options to choose from, including rush delivery and Saturdays. 21 and over, please. State and local laws apply. Beer, wine, and liquor are not available for shipping in all states. You can help to support Christopher Media by clicking through the BroBasket.com banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Men used to be hard to shop for. TheBroBasket.com Christopher Media. Let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Ridge. Oh, yeah. Better late than never. Number 13. I'm Chris. Number 13. I'm Rich. 13. And then Lance Parrish. Uh, yeah. Why the fuck I remember that, but I do. Pavel Datsuk. Oh, yeah. I always felt like someone who should have been number 13 but never was was Miroslav Shatan. Because, one, his last name was spelled Satan, but pronounced Shatan. And, two, the dude looked like a little evil fuck. He played for Buffalo when I uh, lived out in New York. But he always wore 81, and I'm like, what is, what is that? Can't, can't we get, like, a 66, a 13, like, you know? Double zero? Because, you know, 13 obviously being bad luck, you, I guess there's, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I guess there's certain uh, uh, athletes that won't wear it. I don't know. Obviously, if you want it, it's probably pretty easy to get on a team. Uh, Except for maybe that, football. That dumb shit in hotels where the yeah. 13th floor doesn't exist. It's like... No, it still does. If you count up from the bottom and start at one, you will have floor 13. You just don't label it floor 13. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I always thought that was funny, too. They still do that in, like, the more modern, like, recently built hotels. Yeah, I've seen them. Really? Rec- like, it's like, come on, we're still doing this. Because, I mean, I know, I've been in a bunch of older ones, and, yeah, it's that way, but... People like that would not survive around my house. There's a black cat crossing your path at every opportune time. <laughs> <laughs> and the most evil thing about it is it'll be like, pet me, pet me. Now I want to bite you. Yeah. That's about it. 13 was a good album by Blur. We're getting off track. Okay, so the sports. Well, yes, football is, is started. It's the, the rumblings are there. I mean, I have a, I have a, I have a fancy football draft this Saturday, so that, that means it's close. You, you said you checked out some preseason action this week? 
Yeah, I got a chance to watch uh, Tampa Bay and uh, Philly. And, you know, okay, fair warning, Tampa Bay fans, so I'm going to do a little bit of bitching. They ended up losing. But here's the thing. Okay, if you take a kicker with your second pick in the second round. <laughs> what? All right, this motherfucker better be the second coming of Jason Hansen. And Morton Anderson rolled into one. This motherfucker missed his first extra point chance. I'm like, how? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, how the fuck? Okay, granted, let's just say maybe it's the nerves. I don't know. You know, maybe he, he you know, that was my first professional game and blah, blah, blah. But still, dude, on an extra point, it's not even like he was going for like a 50-yarder. A this will be the majority of your playtime for your career. Shall you make it? So, yeah. Um, and it wasn't even like the pressure's on yet. This is game number one of preseason. This is like practice with people watching. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it yeah, it, I, 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 I can't defend him. I mean, I love my bucks, but I'm like, I don't get it. Well, that's I don't not to be defended. It. I mean, it's just like when uh, Revenge of the Sith come out. Like Kevin Smith says, I love me some Star Wars, but I can't defend Darth Vader going, no! <laughs> <laughs> that was so lame. <laughs> no! <laughs> I can't defend this, this blown kick, man. And I mean, I, I don't even know if... Notice I didn't talk a lot of shit around the time of the draft about Tampa's picks because I was like, how are you going to take a kicker with your second pick? I don't understand this. Like, that's a joke when you talk. I don't play fantasy football, never have. That's a joke that you talk about with newbies when they play fantasy football. Yeah, take, this is a, take a first yeah, pick. Yeah, take a kicker. But this is a professional fucking sports team. But anyways, I believe um, wasn't the last kicker to go in the first round, uh, Goskowski, New England's guy, or I, no? Wasn't it? No, it's Janikowski, Oakland's guy, wasn't it? God, he's been there forever, dude. Some I, Polak I, went in the first round that could <laughs> kick a ball. <laughs> it was one uh, of them. Well, uh, what? Pretty much for Tampa, that was the exciting thing. I mean, the other thing is uh, Winston played a little bit more than people expected him to. And the uh, yeah, he was a good waiver wire pickup at the end of the season. He won me a couple games. You know, he, he's he's looking to be continue having you know a solid second season, build building from his first one. So I'm happy for that. I I I don't know the guy. He just seems like such a douchebag. And it's like really, my team had to pick him. Like they couldn't have picked somebody else. But there's a crab meat rider in his contract. I don't know. It's preseason. I. Remember, we all remember the year when the Lions went four and zero in preseason, the undefeated and, preseason, and zero and sixteen in the regular season. <laughs> so, preseason, it's just it it is what it is. It's preseason. The poor Eagles, though. Oh boy, <laughs> their uh, their golden boy that they picked up, Carson Wentz. Yeah, yeah. they put him in in the second half. And he's, you know, he, he he looked good for a minute, and then he threw an interception. And now he's hurt. Oh! And Nick Foles, nowhere to be found, right? Uh, no. And uh, Bradford, I think, played... I think Bradford played one or two series, if I remember correctly. Oh, they still got Bradford, though? Yeah. 
And then uh, Chase Daniel played most of the first half. And with the with less than two, with basically they put in uh, Wentz for a two-minute drill right before the half. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, it's funny because I was watching the Philadelphia broadcast. And, of course, it's preseason. They don't even, you know, it's very rarely in preseason unless it's on NFL Network or ESPN that you're going to get a non-biased announcer, you know, a, a crew in the booth. Well, you watch and, the, you watch the Eagles. The you watch the Eagles home announcers. Yeah. Did you yeah. see a grown man say? Did you see a grown man say "fuck" on national or on live television? Or um, no, I must have missed that. Why? <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying. Went getting I, injured. <laughs> well, yeah, I know shit. Yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking. Uh, uh, what is it? Major League. Oh shit! Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't say shit on, on radio. No one's listening anyways. <laughs> but um, it was funny because, you know, they're trying to spin it, but a little of the uh, more opinionated sports people from Philly were like, well, at least we get that high draft pick in 2017. Damn. I mean, it's like they're already calling it a season. So. Damn. Wow. Game one of preseason, they are already calling it. That is, that is Lion-esque. I'm, I was going to say, so if you are a Lions fan... If you are a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, be happy that you still have hope after the first preseason game. Because <laughs> yeah, you could be an Eagles fan. Yes, sir. Oh, shit. And then, uh, did you catch any preseason football? No. I got the updates on my phone. I know, like, one of the first things that happened in the game was Stafford got picked. Outstanding. Yeah, yeah but Lions ended up winning 30-17, to 17, but eh, it's preseason. Oh, my, new, my new favorite meme for the season is going to be that the... Sure, we've all seen it by now. The Jim Caldwell lionized photo. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my new further anything that happens this year. We should probably put that up on like social media so people get an idea what we're talking oh, yeah. about. I'll post it on at Sporgy, or, yeah, at Sporgy underscore podcast on Instagram. I'll do it right meow because that's how the internet works. Well, <clears throat> I, yeah, I was a, I was a bad football fan. I I, I honestly. Like I said, the one I really watched was my Bucks and, and the Eagles, and the one that I kind of sort of watched eh, was uh, the Lions, and that was more of I was in and out while it was on the TV. Um, so yeah, all I know is that uh, I did see uh, earlier today ESPN released their power rankings for the, the preseason. Want to take Want to take a wild guess where Detroit comes in? Um, I'm going to give them a little more credit than everyone else and say middle of the pack. 27th. So, the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. At the very bottom, you got the 49ers, the Browns, Titans, the Rams, which uh, which at least, at least we'll be talking about a little bit uh, this preseason with hard knocks being focused on the Rams this year. Uh. But once again, the only reason we're talking about them is because they're on hard knocks. Um, Chargers, and then the Lions, and then uh, Sue's Dolphins. Yeah. And then the Eagles that we just talked about. So, I mean, you know, okay, here's what they say. The Eagles are off to a rough start. Number two overall pick, Carson Wentz, suffered broken ribs in the Eagles' first preseason game. It's a good thing the Eagles re-signed Bradford and signed career backup Chase Daniel for a combined $34 million guaranteed this offseason. So, Eagles... Their own fans are saying the season's over with, and yet ESPN has them rated higher than the Lions. And I guarantee you, Lions fans are more 
positive about the upcoming season than Eagles fans at this point. So what's oh, that? Lord, I'm not. Oh, it's going to be uh, first year without Calvin. Marvin Jones is not Calvin Johnson. Anquan Bolden is not Calvin Johnson. Golden I, Tate is not Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson injured better than all three of those guys on their greatest days. Yeah, and I unfortunately I never did get to see the E60 in its entirety and why he chose to retire. I know that he did say his health was an issue and that he had actually had um, more concussions than the team was willing to admit he'd had. And, of course, his hands were another one. He was talking about how, you know, with just a little, little pressure on a couple of his fingers, he could make them look like some, you know, modern art masterpiece so that's fucked up you know i didn't want you know i didn't get the whole interview from start to finish but it does sound like he was like look i made my money um i i did what i wanted to do in the game and it was mostly my health i i did pick up a little undercurrent of well who was i playing for who did i have a contract with there was no reason to put my my health on the line you know that type thing so well <laughs> I mean, I mean, when he now he, I believe he wasn't was like he's was wearing a Patriots uniform. I believe he was flat out asked if he's coming back, and he said no, he's done. Now, I mean, what what does that mean? That just means that at that moment, we don't know the man personally. I don't. You're I don't telling know. me if fucking Randy Kraft don't make with the long money, you're not going to think about it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting at. So, hey, I'll have Tom Brady to throw to you. You want to play football? Yeah, I want to play football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You ever heard of Randy Moss? You ever heard of the career year he had, his first year with Brady? You know all that. Oh well, the, it's going to take it's going to take uh, you know quarterback and wide receiver a couple seasons to get you know some chemistry between them. Yeah, okay. Fuck no. Tom Brady's made stars out of people who have no reason being stars. Case in point, Julian Edelman. Exactly. Another one. Uh, me, Wes, well, Wes, Wes Welker. Welker. Yeah, Wes, everyone thought Wes Welker was the shit till he went to another team, and yeah, you, you had Peyton Manning throwing to him, but I mean. Peyton Manning is no Tom Brady. I mean, that's a... Uh, he's not. Peyton Manning is one of the greats, but, I mean, Brady is setting himself up to be, like, the greatest. The argument can be made, yes. And, yeah. and uh, I am a Brady, or I used to be a Brady hater. Hater. But we, you know, in another sporgy, I forget what episode at this point, we talked about it. At some point, you can't argue with the results. No, you can't. And that's that's how I feel. Um, I didn't hate on him all he wants, but man, man's got hardware. Man can walk, man can slap you five wearing a Super Bowl ring on each one of those fingers. My problem is more of with their, excuse me, with their fans. That's my problem. But then again, I know that if you are to my them. age, if you are my age and older, and you're a hardcore, and you're not from Boston or New England, and you're a hardcore fucking Patriots fan, you know goddamn well in the early '90s. Your ass was wearing a Dallas Cowboys jersey, and that was who your f- fucking favorite football team was. So suck my ass. That's why I got a problem with the fucking fans because they're yeah, the when fucking... I was in middle school, the Pats were laughing stock. Exactly, exactly. Even though they went to the Super Bowl in '85, of course they went against the '85 Bears. Even though they went to the Super Bowl in the '90s, of course they went against Brett Favre. So and the Packers. I mean, man, back a bit, the Pats would show up on our schedule in middle school. We'd be like, hey, we got a W. Now we look yeah. at it and be like, hey, they got a W. <laughs> hey, this is going to be one of them games we might be able to turn off uh, halfway through and go check out the game on uh, CBS. Yeah, this will be a good game to get rocked to. <laughs> yeah. But as far as the rest of the power rankings, I'll just give you from the top down. Because I just, I just thought it was funny to cover from, like, 
the bottom up and you know the Lions at 27 is kind of shocking honestly that's you've never won a playoff game that's that's what that is that's her uh not Herm Edwards that's Tony Dungy going on national TV and introducing the rest of the the football fans in the country to a term that we've heard for years and years and that's same old Lions mm-hmm. that's SOL we need to we need to we, we we need to start championing lionized that's a favorite of mine well that came from as far as I know, a local sports talk station, and they're assholes over there. So if it actually catches on from some for some ungodly reason through us, you know they're <laughs> going to be pissed. Yeah, well, we're going to we're going we're to have a certain Guido-ish motherfucker who went to Michigan State throwing you know punt bunch of shade. Our big way. green smoke machine. Yeah. Well, at number one in the in, in the uh, power rankings, you got uh, Seattle. Really, the number one. Yeah. So, Even with uh, no beast mode. Yep, so this is the fourth straight season. The Seahawks have opened it as a top team with good reason. The defense has allowed the fewest points in each of the past four seasons. So, a new adopted home team. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Number two is uh, the Cardinals. It, it's just Arizona. Yeah, if something not St. Like, Louis, <laughs> we're still we're still in football. <laughs> it's just very strange for my when I started watching pro football in like the mid '90s self to think that here we are in the mid-2010s, and one and two in the power rankings is the Seahawks and the Cardinals. Yeah. You know, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, the, 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 and when we were growing up, those were two shit teams. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And then three, you got the Patriots, pretty much. The biggest name you heard out of Seattle until Marshawn Lynch was Steve Largent. Yeah, yeah, and I think, the what, the biggest name you ever heard out of uh, Arizona was that one season that uh, they made the playoffs in the '90s was it '98, and they, they had uh, Jake Plummer, and then of course, and then of course, for all the wrong reasons, you heard his name, and that's uh, oh Christ, Pat Tillman. There we go. It, it, I drew a blank for a second. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, but <clears throat> all right. So behind the Cardinals, you got the Pat, uh, Patriots. No surprise. Packers. No surprise. Panthers at number five. Which eh, I've been hearing, like reading. I, 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 I'm, I'm starting to find out. I don't read a lot of the Four Letter Network or Fox Sports News. I kind of read off the beaten path about sports, you know, sports news and more independent. Kind of the same way I do with a lot of news. I read, I read in just you know straight news, like political stuff, whatever. And I'm hearing a lot of rumblings that there's a lot of talk that Cam Newton's going to have a serious hangover from his fucking season last year. That he's just. Like for what goes up must come down. Yeah, he's he's got it. He's got himself pumped up way too much. One thing yeah, I gotta wonder too is I wouldn't know this because we're not in Carolina. We don't follow Carolina things. Is was there a contract exodus from people? You know, because every time a team makes a Super Bowl, you know the uh, uh, Golden Tate, <laughs> perfect example here in Detroit, even makes the Super Bowl, goes to the Super Bowl. You get a lot of guys that oh hey, I can parlay this into more money next season somewhere else i wonder if they've had uh maybe that kind of exodus because i mean their defense was the defense last year so and to 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 have been in the super bowl now you're down at number five makes me wonder if they've lost a few pieces of the the puzzle they had last year i mean espn is their comment on it is uh they have a tough act to fall after they won 15 games last season but no team in nfl history has ever followed a 15 win season with anything less than a 10 win season which to me almost sounds like they're throwing that on the table for you to think about just in case they do. Like almost like a passive aggressive little comment. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. That's just the way I'm I'm reading into it. Is that a duel? Is that a challenge? <laughs> I 
Yeah, yeah, kind of. Like, eh, are you going to be the first team in NFL history not to follow up a 15-win season with a 10-win season at the very least? And then rounding out the top 10, you got uh, Pittsburgh at 6, Bengals at 7, Broncos at 8, Chiefs at 9. And this one, I'm kind of shocked by it. The Vikings at 10. I'm a, I'm, I want to ask this. What is it about Kansas City that everybody always loves? Because they always get so much love, and then they always end up being, up being so mediocre. Is it is it just heritage there, or what? I mean, they were they were in a, they were an AFC team, right? Mm-hmm. I just what what why did why do the writers always every year have a boner for Kansas City, and they always just end up being? Eh. Well, I know that you know over the years, having watched different you know sports programs, they count down the biggest home field advantages and shit like that. Kansas City's always up there. They say it's a rough place to play at, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I, I really, I don't know, man. I don't know. Now that you say it, I they really do kind of, they get a lot more love than, and, and a lot more coverage nationally than their record dictates they should. Yeah. And even in things like fantasy football, every year, man, every year, someone falls for Jamal... I've been doing this for six years. The man can't put a full season together. He's not durable. He He's another guy. He gets so much press. Oh, he's such a great running back, and this and that. And as someone who's had to follow every player in the league for the last six years, the man can't stay healthy and puts together a good game every once in a while. And he just gets so much love, and his, his stats do not dictate he shouldn't be getting that much love, just like his team. I don't know. You know, and this is this is one of the reasons I have an issue with ESPN is I think ESPN does really look at a team's fan base and that decides if they're not winning or they're not tanking spectacularly. Two thousand eight Lions. Uh, I think ESPN looks at the team's fan base and how ravenous they are and decides how much they're going to cover them based on that. Yeah, I mean, you can think about it, Kansas. That's probably the football team for the middle of the country. Exactly. I mean, who else you got out there? You got the Royals. You got the you Royals. Know. You got the Chiefs. You got the Blues. You got the Cardinals. And I mean, I'll be the first to admit that you go out to St. Louis and Blues fans, yeah, who are Blues fans, the are Thunder. are very. I mean, they're you know they really, really are fans. But it's also a very niche sport out there in St. Louis. It's not like here in Detroit where you know you could make an argument that. Hockey is just as popular as baseball. Maybe not so much in the last five, six, seven years, but you get what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, hey, man, I, it's still it's still popular in Detroit. You know how I know? By how many tickets they throw at us. <laughs> There's only been a couple seasons where they were throwing tickets at us. What, Red Wings? Yeah, I've worked for that for that company for 12 years, man. There's only been a couple seasons where we're like, hey, guys, here's some hockey tickets. But it's <laughs> they've not been throwing hockey tickets our way, so... Must, well, do, I tend to, must I still tend be to, a good ticket. I tend to get thrown baseball tickets more than hockey tickets, but I just attribute that to how many fucking games there is in a baseball season and people with a full season package. I don't know how people with full season packages go to every game. I know there's people that do it, and I want to know what type of job they work. They must work from home. They have to. Yep. They have to set their own hours. There's no way you could go to every game and work a steady 9 to 5. While we're talking about full seasons, I'm going to sidetrack the discussion here, but I had this thought the other day. Is baseball just gilding the lily? Because if you think about it, their pro to their to the end of their playoffs, you know, their championship is what? Six and a half months, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, hockey, you go from October to June, okay? 
So that's nine months, right? Mm-hmm. NBA, you're going November to July, basically, you know, middle of June. That's like seven and a half months. Football, shit. September to January or February. Yeah. Okay. Baseball is the shortest. <laughs> Baseball is the shortest time frame, month-wise, yet the most games. Can they maybe cut that in half? Oh, dude. NBA seems to get 82 games in in seven and a half. I mean, or 82 plus games in seven and a half months. Same thing with hockey. You okay? One any traditionalist is going to scream if that happens. Can someone just kick their speaker right now? Uh, number two, the grind of baseball, the daily. You know, being able to follow it on a day-to-day basis is what made it "quote unquote" America's pastime. Because you can, you. But it's not anymore, dude. Football. You, you might both know football's king. Oh, definitely. Something definitely. that plays one game a week <laughs> is king. Well, that's also thanks to the rise of ESPN, shit like that. Cable news, it's cable news, sports networks. You know, because they can make football a twenty-four-seven, three hundred sixty-five day a year sport. And, I mean, football has done an amazing job at marketing itself from 30 years ago to now with the draft and the combine. And the fact that they're attached to college football as as their minor league system. You know, they don't really have, a, you know, I mean, they used to have, what, NFL Europe, which I guess could act like a, a minor league system. Canadian football leagues where careers go to die anymore. They don't really take off there. Johnny Manziel coming soon. Um, I mean, arena football, that's really who's made it out of arena football, Warner. That's it. And that was, you know, Kurt Warner might be proof that there is a, there is a omnipotent force somewhere because <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is not a guy that should have made it. Well, yeah, isn't that <laughs> his whole story when he won a Super Bowl? Wasn't he bagging groceries like three years before he won the Super Bowl or some shit like that? Yeah. He was working midnight stock at a grocery store. Yeah. It's fucking insanity, but um, I I would make the argument that America's pastime, a pastime is not the number one sport. It's just something that's there every day. Like, I used to work with a guy who every day, whenever he he worked day shift, if a a Tigers game was on, the radio was on. And I'm not going to say he listened intently to every fucking call and every play, but it it was like, okay, summer's here, turn the radio on, it's time to listen to baseball. It was just cookies and milk. That thing has to go away. They could cut it in half. I I don't know. The, the grind is what gives it. I to me the the grind is what gives it its uniqueness among any sport. That was one of my beefs with football when I was a kid. And uh, as I've said more than a few times here, growing up for whatever reason, my family gravitated more towards college football than pro football. And I, as a kid, you tend to parrot what you know you're told. And so I parroted a lot of the same shit that. I had heard, which was, you know, oh, pro football, a bunch of prima donnas, and, you know, the, it, college football, they're doing it for the love of the game, and this and this, and, and I mean, which really, when you boil it down, it's a bunch of bullshit, but, you know, you get told that from, like, five, six years old, and that's what you grow up believing. Um, I don't know, I, it, it's just the nature of the sport, I don't think it, I don't think it mean, it would mean as much, and I think it would, de- it definitely, think about it, man, you got... Except for a handful of players, you know, baseball has been around for over a hundred years, and I mean, at least the National League has. And like, fifty home runs was ungodly for those games. So, I mean, what's that tell you? You, you're, you, the stats would be cut, and it would just 
anyone looking at the record before they cut the season to when they cut the season would go, what the fuck happened to all the stats, you know? Fast forward 70 years, and people are going to look back and go, why'd they do that? Yeah, it was just a thought I had. I was, I, I was, you know, a lot of driving out in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> you, you have these thoughts. Also, I think what, what it really... I, I Truly and honestly, I think this is why they play so many games. Because the owners know that they can get people to come out to them. And up until, what, maybe 50 years ago? What the fuck were they using a baseball stadium for? Maybe a football team. That was it. Clan rallies. <laughs> I mean, they weren't like they weren't having uh, fifty, you know, fifty, sixty years ago. It it was it was unusual when the Beatles played Candlestick Park. That's true. Know? Yeah, it was a it was a, it was a sticky thing. And now every summer, spring, fall, there's always it seems like at least a couple, a handful of concerts at Comerica Park here in Detroit that are a big deal. And it's almost become like. Okay, so the Tigers have a two-week road trip. What can we book in here now? But you know, when it when the game started out, it wasn't like that. Also, these fucking these stadiums didn't hold forty thousand people back in the day. I mean, they just didn't. If you if you go back, if you got the balls to go back and watch all of Ken Burns baseball, and you look at a lot of the like Rich has twice, like <laughs> yes, uh, and you go like inning one, two, three, four, as far as how it's broke up, and you look at the the photographs and an old video they have. A lot of times, it's just like it, it's 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 people in the down the first and third baseline, and then just like people hanging over a fence in the outfield, and they weren't paying. Those were just people that were just boosting their kids up so they could see over a wooden fence. So I don't know. Yeah, this is a thought. You know, if they let me tell they're you not all winners. You know, I'm the one who thought LeBron should go out on top. That's not happening because he committed the other day. Put on Twitter like he does with everything. Is there anything he doesn't put on Twitter? Well, he's now the highest-paid player in the in the league for the first time in his career. Wow, really? For yeah. him, that's yeah. This I, I I heard that stat, I guess you'd call it, and was like, wow. And I I kind of have a little bit more respect for the guy because he was. Yeah, I was like, that's kind of admirable. It's taken him. 12 years to become the yeah. highest paid player. And you know he was deferring some of his salary so he could get, you know, the team had more money to spend on other players, which were got and he had to <clears throat> in Miami to put that group together. Well, yeah, yeah. And regardless of what someone like Charles Barkley says and all that shit, I, I, I respect I respect the guys to get together and go, look, the game has changed. It's not what it was back in the fucking day. And we can get together and put together a powerhouse team, but we can't. We can't be balling like you know. We can't walk in and demand max contracts for all of us. We're gonna have to sacrifice in the money if we want those championships. So, what do you play the game for? Do you want to be on cribs twice a year, or do you want to fucking have some hardware? You want to be in the, the history books. Yeah. So, I I have beef with Barkley saying, well, you know. When I was playing, it's not like we'd call up each other and say, let's just get a team going and just smash the rest of the league and blah, blah, blah. Well, the league wasn't built like that, all right? No, so, no, no, when you played, Charles, your owners did that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But that's neither here nor there. Oh, oh, did you hear about, uh, I, I can't remember, did we talk about Tebow wanting to go into baseball now? No. Okay, our, so, our Lord and Savior, Tim Tebow? Yeah, yeah, Tebow Christ. 
Um, yeah, he's actually, he said he tried out for the Dodgers in, before the preseason. And that was, that, that cracked me up. I'm like, okay, so you tried out for the Dodgers. All right. And apparently he's working out for tryouts with any team that'll have him now. Let's say try out with a team that needs some that needs people. Go try out for the fucking Padres. <laughs> you, you know, like the Brewers. Yeah. Um, hey, heard there's an opening down in Texas. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, well, what's funny is I was watching on uh, Facebook. I saw a little thing that got posted by FS1 where Jason Whitlock apparently apparently Tebow is not only working out and preparing for tryouts with teams. He's signing baseball memorabilia already and selling it. <laughs> and so Jason Whitlock, he comes out. He's such a nice guy, but what a douchebag. <laughs> like he, <laughs> he comes out and he goes, this is the quote, and I love this quote because it pissed off a lot of people, but I, I don't give a shit because I, I think it's an accurate quote. He said, Tebow's a lot like a lot of church people. He puts a collection plate out looking for money wherever he can get it. And I was like, yeah. All right then. Yeah, and I, I, I think in the in the expanded quote, which I can't remember off the top of my head, he also compared them somehow to the to the Kardashians. So, but I just think it's funny because I'm like, what the fuck are you signing baseball memorabilia for? You haven't even signed a minor league contract. Here, hold on to this. This will be worth nothing. Keep hold on to this, kid. I just yeah. You remember the show Punked? Yeah. Remember when they punked Dirk Nowitzki? And I had the kid come up with like a bunch of different like like he he goes oh hey are you Dirk Nowinski and he's like yeah he's like would you sign this napkin for me oh yeah 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 and then they acted like the kid went to the the sporting goods store and came back with like hockey equipment and shit he's like would you sign this would you sign this <laughs> it's like it was a joke and now you got this idiot I mean people are buying it so who am I to call him an idiot but do you want to see something super cool that only three people have ever seen in their lifetimes. Okay, open your eyes. Whoa. See that black smudge right there on the blade? Yeah. Look at it closely. Pretty recognizable signature. No. Randy Jackson from American Idol. Why do you have Randy Jackson's autograph on a martial arts weapon? Because I bumped into him and all I had on me was this samurai sword, and you're not going to not get Randy Jackson's autograph, right? I would have done the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. But this is Tim Tebow, and all I had was his baseball. But, yeah, I just think it's funny that he's sitting there like Pete Rose behind a fucking table with a bunch of baseballs and bats. You don't play baseball! (laughs) Signing them, and then turning around and selling them. Like, dude, I got a football you could sign. Oh, man. You know, I hope uh, someone did do that to him. I hope someone came up to him and said, you're a fucking football player. Sign this football. Oh, good times, good times. And here's the thing. Do you really believe that man's hurting for money? No. Unless he's got, like, some crazy go to Taiwan and fuck underage tranny habit that we don't know about. Oh, religious people got always got something like that in their closet, man. But, I mean, he's he, he pretty much keeps his nose clean, and in today's society, that's really hard to do, especially when, look, I don't have any beef with him being religious. I think he... I think he wears it on his sleeve, and so when you when you put it out there, you get what you're asking for. That's what I say, all right? When you make a big deal about praying, and that's part of your fucking marketing strategy, you're getting what you're, you're putting it out there, you're asking for it. 
Um, I also think for the most part, he's gotten pretty, he's gotten thrown some, some softballs from people because people really haven't gone after him. But I guarantee you there's a very small group of people who hate the man, like the angry atheist type people who are as, like they might as well be evangelical atheists knocking on your door at 8.30 right after the fucking Jehovah's Witnesses leave to convince you there is no God. And I, I guarantee they've tried to dig up some shit on him. And the fact that they haven't, Maybe he does keep his nose fairly clean. So I'd have to think that he, once he has outrageous spending habits, he's not hurting for money. Megan, let's see. What could be the skeleton in Tim Tebow's closet? Um, not little kids. No, I was He doesn't just... give off the little kids vibe. Um, there hasn't been enough crazy erratic stories to, 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 uh, for booze or pills. I would say he's gay. Oh, the reason, there we go. The reason there I say go. that. that Look at him. <laughs> That's well, what no, I say. No. Look at him. All right, calm down, because <laughs> you kind of you, you're telling me that you you got strong gaydar, and usually that means other, gay people tend to sense their own. So you're kind of like, are you telling me something here? Because it's cool. <laughs> no, but it's I'm saying if you say if I'm just saying I've seen pictures of the guy. I've seen him on TV. I've seen him. If well you told me together. he was gay, I would not think that's a bridge too far. No, I got you. I got you. The reason I say that is because I guess he dated some miss whatever and they actually broke up because he wouldn't have sex with her because it was against his religion and she went public with it and was like you know let's be honest here uh i'm sure there are a lot of christians that stick to the no premarital sex thing but i'm sure we've both known some christians catholics whatever they want to call themselves she's just like look at me let's be honest here that didn't stick with it you know (laughs) So, yeah. Dude, I, mean, I was in a Christian youth group in high school, and everyone was fucking each other. Exactly, exactly. See, I was, never in, I was never in that shit, but I had friends that were. And male or female, they were the biggest whores I knew. Oh, for sure, dude. Because they, they're, the net they cast was very wide. I mean, very wide. They weren't picky, male or female. So before someone goes, oh, he's slut-shaming. No, I'm just calling it like, I'm just telling you what happened. If a fact bothers you, then I don't know. Start your own youth group and start preaching against premarital sex even more than they already do. If you don't sit there with me. a group of teenagers and tell them, don't drink, do drugs, or fuck each other, that's all they're going to do is those three things. Well, because, well, <laughs> it's like the old Sam Kennison joke. You know, Adam and Eve are in the garden and God's like, so... How you guys liking it? And they're like, this is wonderful. This is great. God goes, well, I got one rule. You can have every tree, but uh, that one over there. And then they were like, we didn't even want it until you told us we couldn't have it. Now that's all we want. Yeah. I want to eat that tree, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> of course, he was he was comparing it to anal sex, how guys don't want it. <laughs> the woman tells them they can't have it. He's like, so you ever, in any course, he goes, you ever notice at the beginning the Bible's a lot like fucking a chick in the ass? <laughs> I was like, "Wow, that's a brilliant way to put." It. I mean, it is. Like, yeah, you don't even really think about it until she goes, "You can have this, these, and this, but you can't touch that." And you're like, "What's all that's all, <laughs> now, now, now that's all I'm gonna think about." Yeah. <laughs> now, now she's gonna log in, you know, behind you on your, you know, on your computer, and it's gonna be nothing but anal porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, search history is gonna be nothing but various types of anal, anal gangbang eighty nine. Oh, new band oh, name, shit. I call it various types of anal. <laughs> oh, so uh, Tim Tebow's gay. That's what we're com- that's our conclusion. That's that, skeleton in his look, closet. Look, if if someone stuck a gun to my head and said, "Give me odds on what his 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 deep dark secret is," 
tell me, or I'm going to blow your head off. Because this is all alleged. God knows we don't need anybody. Fo- we don't need that type of, of uh, press. Um, I, yeah, I'd probably say, yeah, maybe he could be gay. I mean, all I know is that my gay friends probably wouldn't turn him down. Just going <laughs> to go ahead and say that. Just going to go ahead and say that. Unless they're a uh, beauty pageant winner with tits. I, 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 well, well, yeah. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> In a naked vagina. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So what else we got here on the... Uh, Anyone get arrested today? No, as far as I, as far as I know, dude, it's been pretty quiet on the uh, athletes fucking up. Um, oh, the net. calm before the storm. I did hear something about uh, an American synchronized diving team. Uh, these two women who are who are a synchronized diving team. One of them ran into some rower or. I don't know. It's not called rowing. It's called crewing or whatever. Whatever the fuck it's called, and locked her partner out of <laughs> their hotel room so she could have an all-night scrump session right before their the day before they were supposed to fucking compete yeah, for, for old medal from the Daily Mail. Brazil's synchronized diving pair. Oh, it was Brazil's. It wasn't the U.S. Okay. She's more interested in her bottom than diving. <laughs> the swimmer who banished synchro partner for marathon of sex with canoeist was in trouble before after posting sexy bikini selfie so oh okay oh i have oh man hell yeah i'd nail this chick all night have you seen a picture of her i maybe i haven't because i thought it was uh, an american synchronized diving so through the magic of the internet what's her name here i'm gonna send you this name's ingrid something there you go let's see here oh yeah Oh, oh yeah yeah, I scroll down to the second pic where she's sitting on the platform. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, she's sitting on a platform. Let's yeah. see this. Oh, come on. Get in the goddamn pinwheel. There we go. Oh, whoa. Yeah, baby. Uh, hey. Yeah, she got some. Uh, she she got she got some. Uh, she she's tight in the turbine, but she's loose in the flaps. <laughs> oh, is this the dude she was banging? Yeah. This guy. Yeah. And the, and the, and well, the I mean, they're both pretty people. Let's yeah. not lie. Well, yeah. He looks like you know he was fucking made in the Sculpted. same born room, made in the same test tube and boardroom that Zac Efron was made in. Yeah, he does have that generic pretty white boy shit. That wow, shit. look at more of these. Look at this chick. I'm telling you, dude. Look, okay, but she's like, get out. I want to fuck before a competition. That, okay, that's that's the thing. Look, you got you, this. Is what you have to do, you have to look at the guy and go, look, dude, you're an athlete. I'm an athlete. We've both been working all our lives towards this. I swear to God, I- I'm gonna fuck you in half as soon as I win my gold medal. But you, you gotta go for. I can't be tonight. It cannot. We both, me and my partner, need to get a good night's sleep. And it's. I can't piss away. Uh, I. I have to imagine she thought, can this dick be worth pissing away a lifetime's worth of work? Ingrid, Ingrid Oliveria, dude. Maybe he's like he's got a 15 inch cock. I don't care. <laughs> I'm a she guy. Apparently I'm, did. I'm a guy. Okay, and. If she showed up at my doorstep before the most important Rich. night. All right, Rich. Here we go. Aubrey Plaza shows up. Oh, I'll see you tomorrow, sweetheart. What? Jennifer, if Jennifer Conley showed up in her prime, I'm talking like. Jennifer Conley and Aubrey Plaza show up and want to have a dick sucking contest with you as the judge. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to do what John Travolta did in, in Pulp Fiction. I'm going to go to the bathroom and go. You're going to go out there, you're going to say goodnight, you're going to go home, you're going to jerk off, and that's all you're going to do. Because, dude, I can't fuck up a lifetime of work. 
I can't do it. I mean, you're talking to a guy that when we would have a, a, a big show coming up for us, I wouldn't. I, I might do like a band shot before we got on stage just because that's what it was like a tradition. But I wasn't drinking, I wasn't smoking, I wasn't snorting nothing, oh, I, I wasn't popping any pills. Fuck no. Fuck no. Because I know me. Once I start, especially playing a show, I'm not going to want to stop. Because I got that adrenaline buildup. The, the, uh, the, the zone for me was four beers, two joints. That was, that was magic time. I was like, let's play. Don't get me wrong. You know, I have I have done it. Um, but I if it was a big show and we you know and we we had to nail it, uh, I'm better running off of nervous energy than I am running off of a buzz. That's I just know that about myself. There was other people in the band, uh, the drummer, if he wasn't high or, or or buzzed or something, he was horrible. Every drummer I played with plays better when they're drunk. I don't understand it, but Oh yeah, our drummer had to have at least a six pack in him <laughs> before he went on stage. But so I don't. You think this? Think Vivid's gonna come calling for this chick? Like, hey, you like fucking? <laughs> Let's pay you for fucking. Well, they came for Draymond Green. That's what we really were talk about. That's yes, that was what Dr- I said. Oh, uh, Draymond Green. Him, look at I, his dick. I told. <laughs> <laughs> I told you his story. That was. That was when Rich was drinking. You could tell. He just listened to it. You hear it in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> that mic would have blown drunk after I said that. <laughs> um, uh, God damn it, you threw me off. I told you a story had legs, and I knew something was going to happen. And Vivid, I guess, has offered him money to be in a porno. What? So, I mean, dude. I Hey, this basketball thing doesn't work out. No, you get a side hustle. Dude, no, no way. The NBA, there's no way he would be allowed to. It's got to be a morals clause or something like that. Uh, yeah, Draymond Green gets hundred only a hundred thousand offer. Wow, that just proves that men in porn don't make shit compared to women because they didn't they offer like a million dollars to some wrestler chick? No, not 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 China. Who? Uh, shit. Oh, one of them sixteen and pregnant or whatever teen mom chicks. She ended up doing some backdoor anal porn or something. Some dumb cunt. And I think she ended up getting, like, maybe the offer was a million, but really she ended up getting less. I don't know. Anyways, first of all, okay, guys, we got to have a talk. The dick pics have to stop. It, unless you are asked What if they're requested? If you are asked specifically for a picture of your dick, that's fine. And take a fresh one. Don't keep one. <laughs> don't have a, a stock photo of your dick. No. Okay. <laughs> Because eventually you're going to get drunk, high, or not be paying attention and send that shit to the wrong person. And it's just not worth it. And maybe, like, maybe, I'm going to say maybe 10% of the women that I've talked to about getting dick pics were like, yeah, I like it. And I'm like, wow, you just a freak then. Most of them are like, "Uh, no, if I don't want to fuck, if I didn't ask for it, I don't want to fucking see that shit. And I'm just like, okay. And then, especially if you're uncut or you got over-circumcised or some shit, don't be sending the shit. If you got a mangled dick, don't be putting it out there for people to see. Rich you're gonna talk only wants it. aesthetically pleasing dick pics, for the record. I'm telling you, I worked with a bunch of fresh out of high school, right into their first year community college or state college or whatever the fuck, local, you know, 
bunch of girls like that for years and years and years. And all the, at least once every couple weeks, one of them would get an unsolicited dick pic. And out would come the phones, and here would come the stories. And it was, look at Pee-wee over here. Look at him trying to take a picture from the bottom, make it look bigger. Look at him pulling the skin back around the base of his shit. And I'm like, damn. Yo, they, know merciless. The, they know all the tricks. Many, <laughs> they don't have a dick, but they've seen so many dick pics, they know all the tricks. What's that tell you? You are just one in a pile of dicks being thrown at them. And they don't care. <laughs> They don't. You know what? You know what? You want to get them off? Send them a picture of your bank statement. <laughs> so your diploma, your master's degree. Yes. Send them. Send them a picture of an ATM receipt with like at least four zeros in it. A picture of the Bef deed to the house you own. Before the decimal point, you cheap dumb fucks. Okay. So yeah, that's gonna impress them more because even like. Okay, I'm not going to put him on blast, but a buddy of mine's wife is a retired adult entertainer. We'll put it that way. And the nature of the business well, is... Well, do milf porn, right? Um, I wouldn't pay to see it, but that's, that's, that's just me. Ah. I mean, maybe someone would. Oh. Um, yeah, not, not my type. Not my type. Um, anyways, the nature of her business is, you know, she had a stage name and then her real name. Well, you got creepers out there who because they have the internet at their fingertips, can hunt you down just based on a stage name. So if someone really wants to find you, they'll find you. She got so many unsolicited dick pics, her and her coworkers, that they started a Facebook private, like a private group. Oh, God. And Is this added, called Pile of Dicks? Yes. <laughs> and added everyone they knew without asking them. And so literally I'm at work. I'd been running late that morning. I hadn't even looked at my phone. I get to work. I get my first break. Me and my buddy are sitting there outside smoking a cigarette. I'm scrolling through Facebook while he's talking. And there it is, three and a half inches of angry blue steel staring me in the face. And I'm like, why is there a dick on my fucking timeline? Like, why is this in my, my feed? And I can tell you, I, it was jarring for an unsolicited dick pic to be in my Facebook feed, let alone getting an inbox full of them. So... Guys, do yourself a You're not impressing them. You're really not. Nine times out of ten, they're, they're goofing on you and laughing at you. Even even the huge mother... I'm talking the Mandingo motherfuckers down to their knees. They were like, look at that nasty shit between his legs. Who the fuck would want that? Be up in your throat. He can't even bury it to the base. Blah, blah, blah. I want to see your wiener. Exactly. They're going to find a reason to talk shit about you. So unless you are just... Like, your IQ is Forrest Gump land, and you have supreme confidence in yourself, and don't mind being the butt of many jokes. Don't send the fucking pictures. It's just not It's just not going to work out. And, and Draymond Green, come on, dude. Really? I, I know. He tried to come out with I'm hack shit, too. By the way, nice penis. You know, I just, really, dude, you're Draymond Green. you got to send dick pics. Like, Elliot Weiner had the had at least kept his underwear on over his fucking heart on. What the fuck are you thinking? Like, seriously, dude. Here you go, big black dick. Wham! What All up that? in your Snapchat. What was that uh, uh, they said in TED 2? If you, uh, you're, you're never more than five clicks away from black cock on the internet. <laughs> you know, apparently it's oh the truth. Oh, my God. So... My, okay, listen, my darker brothers, stop it. Because you're not, look, I understand. You're proud of your shit. On average, yeah, you're bigger. Here's the deal. You, no one's impressed. 
We've all seen dog fart for the last 20 years, okay? You still ain't, most of you ain't measuring up to them motherfuckers. Right? I, I, have, I, have, I have dated a woman who started looking on her phone at porn and was sitting next to me and went, oh, hell no. Can you imagine fucking that? And showed me a picture of a dude who had to be at least 15 inches. And I was like, no. Why would you even <laughs> ask me this? Hey, no. you enjoy the big dick. I'll enjoy being white. I'm like, I would. I can't imagine fucking that. No, would I like to have that? Sure. But I also know my dick would be like, like Mount St. Helens. It, the only reason people would want to have anything to do with it is just so they can say they did. Your dick would be a tourist attraction. Yeah. <laughs> you charge, you charge admission. You could have. Dude, a, you must be this tall to ride. All, how, all the jokes. How cavernous of a fucking crotch does a chick have to have to come back for a retap from a guy that's like that? <laughs> I mean, seriously, dude. We we normal guys can go spelunking in her shit. I mean, dude. So she's she's already pretty. I mean, I guess if your dick's that fuck, if it's like. If your dick looked like Usain Bolt's fucking leg, I guess, yeah, yeah, you need a cavernous fucking... Nice penis. ...crotch, but still, it's just, yeah, I, I don't know. The dick pics have got to stop. It's out of control. No one wants to see that shit. And here's, this is this has got me thinking. Maybe there's a bunch of fucking, maybe, maybe these millennials are really, like, as bisexual as they want to come off on Tumblr. Because what guy did you know growing up that was that comfortable whipping his dick out that was straight? Uh, not much. And the guys that did, I always question them. Like, dude, you like taking your Johnson out in the presence of dudes a little, little too much. Exactly. Like, the friends I had growing up who would be the first to whip it out, surprise, surprise, when we got older, turns out they're the ones that were fucking by. Shocking, I know. But, and, uh, sorry, Chris. Most of them went to Catholic school of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, I mean, come well, on. Well, you did man. accuse me of liking Tim Tebow a little too much, really. I, I, Catholic school? You haven't whipped your dick out in front of me yet. You know <laughs> what I'm just saying? <laughs> you, you got hey, one you threw in there yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just because I don't drink doesn't mean you don't drink anymore. <laughs> I don't know. You Skype my cock to you. Hey, turn on the video chat for a minute. Yeah, I'm going to be like, did I click chat roulette? How the fuck am I? Yeah. What is this? Why is there a guy masturbating? <laughs> oh God! But um, yeah, that that was when I heard that he got an offer from Vivid. I was like, wow, that's pretty fucking funny. I mean, let's be honest. All Vivid was doing was just getting free. Like they need the the advertisement. Look at his dick. Porn. <laughs> porn. <laughs> porn. The greatest <laughs> drops ever. Porn is like drugs. There's never, like Chris Rock said, there's never been a drug dealer sitting in a house going, how am I going to get rid of all this crack? <laughs> exactly. There's never been a porn studio that produces porn. It's like, how are we going to get people to look at these pictures, I mean, these movies we made? Like, so I don't understand why Vivid is, like, maybe they're the Larry Flint thing, like no publicity is bad publicity type thing. I don't know, but, like, why even offer? Because you know he ain't going to do it. Even though, oh. Yeah, it's to get their name in the news, really. You but we're said, talking about it, so. You said, well, yeah. Uh, you said that uh, there had to be some sort of, like, clause or something in the contracts, right? There's no way the NBA would let, hey, in the offseason, I'm going to do porn. There's got to be something in their contract that's like, uh, no, you're not. All right. I, now, this is before, I don't, I can't remember the player's name. I remember a local sports talk show was talking about it. But this is before he, after he had announced he was going to the draft, but before he'd been drafted. He actually 
had pitchers in bed. Now, they, they weren't explicit pitchers. But, I mean, you could tell that they either were going to fuck or had just got done fucking. Him and this, this porn chick named Lisa Ann were in bed together, naked, under the sheets, taking pictures. Who is this? I cannot remember. He, he, it, it came up on... Uh, what was her name? Lisa Ann. Lisa Ann. And is that, she was an NBA player? Uh, I think he was a college basketball player at that point. I'll type in basketball player. Like I said, I think it was post... post he had announced he was going to the draft, but he hadn't been drafted yet. And it's a picture? Because she's talking about... There's a bunch of articles talking about why she prefers to fuck NBA players. Uh, yeah, hold on a sec. Yeah, this is the chick that played um, Sarah Palin in, in that uh, parody porn of, like, the 2008 election. Nalen Palin? Yes, that was it. <laughs> um, hey, Draymond's picture comes up with so Steph Curry. You know what, dude? Maybe... Well, maybe the, I mean, it's the internet. Everything's forever, but maybe they were talking about pitcher, like alleged pictures because, yeah, I'm coming up on the same thing you are. I'm coming up with uh, just interviews and comments about it, but I'm not seeing any pictures of it. So, whoops, I guess I was wrong. Oh, hey, no, wait, no, no, no. Porn star Lisa Ann hangs out with another college athlete. Sometimes Lisa Ann on sleeping with Notre Dame wide receiver Justin Brent. That was that was it. Not there even, we not go. Even basketball. It was yeah. That was it. I typed in college basketball player in Lisa Ann into the Google on the internet machine. Lisa Ann takes nineteen-year-old Notre Dame wide receiver to Knicks game, comma sex town. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me send this to you. Oh shit! I wish Facebook could have just like a little fucking like thing in the corner where I could keep the messenger. It's all I really use Facebook for anymore. Not to entertain me when i'm drunk on airplanes <laughs> the troll yeah i have i have to admit i'm shocked at the amount of uh uh twitter trolling because well i mean i guess you can always have a fake name in your account mm-hmm. but yeah it's just still they're putting themselves out there a lot more than uh i'd expect to be willing to all right here's the, the yeah dead's been managed to snag a photo of the two cuddling post coitus there you go that's the picture i just sent you yeah from an unidentified source it's obviously it. one of them holding up the phone. Come on now. Unidentified. Oh, probably obtained from an unidentified source. I got it. <laughs> Meaning one of them? <laughs> yeah. It's not like that's a professional photographer picture. Yeah, and he's like, fuck yeah. I just nailed a porn star. What'd you do today? <laughs> I just boldly went where so many men have gone before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got to get checked after this. How about you? What'd you do tonight? <laughs> good times, good times. But still, I... Taking it back to what we were talking about originally, I maintain. Yeah, how did we get here? Stop with the unsolicited dick pics. Uh, Just back around to dicks. If they ask for them, send it. I mean, do whatever you want to do. Send it hard, fluff it, send it soft, whatever. But if start they don't sending have... other people's dicks. That... <laughs> Just ask me for a dick pic. I'll, I'll find like the biggest, blackest cock and send it. Like, well, that's the other say thing. mine. I, I was working with a chick, and she's like. Oh, there's no way this is his dick. So that means he actually went trolling through pictures of dick looking for one that he wished was his and sent it to me. Hey, if Mandy ever asked me for a dick pic, I'm going to find someone else's dick and send it to her. And, of course, my question was, how do you know that's not his shit? And she goes, he's got small hands and feet. It's too big. I'm like, oh, oh, how how scientific. Shall we question about how you're such an expert? Yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, Christ. How many have you seen? 
Well, uh, I mean, what? But then isn't that now a shaming argument? Everything, everything. Is. What's tomorrow? That's, that's unregimented, yeah, that's, which is by the time this is posted, uh, uh, unregimented uh, at iTunes, ChristopherMedia.net, uh, at unregimented pod on Twitter. Yeah, it'll be up. Um, but yeah, I was thinking like this isn't even some new shit with athletes. Didn't Favre get busted sending dick pics? Oh yeah, he was sending them to that Jen Starger chick. I remember ESPN uh, covering the story, and it was like, oh, maybe it was like first and ten or something. Anyways, it was there was a female moderator, and everybody argued about it and yelled at each other because that's what those shows are anymore. And when she was wrapping it up, she was like, well, all I know is if that was really him, he didn't have much to be proud of. Good. Anyways, and I was like, oh, wow, dude. You just got your dick size slammed on ESPN, homie. Dude. I typed in show me your dick into Google. There is show me your dick or show your dick dot org. Uh, there's a Tumblr page. For the page government workers. It's called show me your dick. Uh, a couple Tumblr pages. Or yeah, the rest is Tumblr pages <laughs> with show your dick. But there is show your dick dot org. My God, for some reason, I want to click on this. <laughs> I just have to. It's just it's compelling. <laughs> It's about to... Oh, uh, no, no. Okay, Jesus. Okay, all right. It's exactly what it... Okay. The war, that was probably the quickest back click in history. It's exactly what was advertised? Oh, Shocking, right? Yeah. Well, I was wondering if it's going to be like all cell phone shots, or but no, it's clearly all dudes have gone around the net and photoshopped, or I'm sorry, <laughs> cropped, you know, things from professional... Ugh. Jesus. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. So basically, with your with your plea, should we start a petition to shut this website down? <laughs> no, I mean because if you look, hey, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in for censoring shit. I mean, if you if you seek out this, if you seek out dick, you should be able to get dick. I mean, that's hey, it's it's a free right, world. I've got like my hands up because some of these captions are hilarious. <laughs> uh, recently submitted normal dicks. Normal Dicks Archive. Wait! <laughs> this is probably the greatest thing ever, and I'm clicking on it. It says, go to cunts. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, it, it, this is as advertised. Recently submitted pussies. Pussies archives. <laughs> and then where go to cunts was, it says, go to dicks. Oh, uh, this is... This is this is one of those cases where this is this is this is the best we could do with the internet, you know. This is our best offering. You know, it's kind of like with Donald Trump. This is the best we could do. <laughs> Apparently, so I feel right now. It's like this is one of those things where I'm like, is the has the internet been the greatest idea ever? Oh man, I mean, it's it's. I mean, I don't know on this one if that's cum or is that a tampon string. This one looks like a set of wax lips. <laughs> This one has me thinking Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just a bunch of vaginas. Like, literally just vaginas. I haven't seen a face yet. <laughs> wow, uh, dude. <laughs> All right, so should, on that note, should we wrap it up? Yeah, I don't think we can, I don't think we can do better than that. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it gets better than nothing but muff. <laughs> oh, Christ. Wow. So, yeah, thanks to everyone who's downloaded on iTunes at ChristopherMedia.net 
at Sporgy Podcast on Twitter at Sporgy underscore podcast on Instagram. We made it a lot longer than at Sporgy. <laughs> <laughs> they don't think we're porn anymore. Which I what eh, whatever. All right, I'm not it's even because Orgy is the name, dude. I'm telling you, we still get you log into the Twitter. We get all kinds of shout outs about of uh, porn things like in our tweets. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's great. It's always some porn bot like in our tweet. I'm like, whatever. They're keying on the word orgy. I don't give a shit. <laughs> they got followers. <laughs> all right, whatever. <laughs> oh, shit. Right, well, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week. All right, later, guys. If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening christopher media let's make some noise thank you for visiting christophermedia.net